Your clocks go forward. They keep moving ahead, and so does two season of pot. It's another week coming at you hot, everybody. We got some nightcap. We got a top five for you, and never forget, we got a good old headliner last night. Stay tuned, folks. Continuing tonight on two season of pot. 96.7 on your... Two C's in a pod, 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 two yeah, it's it's kind of like a theme, like you pre preview. I thought the preview was always like, previously on. See, that's why I was confused. You know, you would you would have like previous previously on two season a pod. You know, and then uh, we could talk about the vapors. Um, the top five vapors. We talk about yeah, of course we can talk about vaping. We talk about previously things we've done on the show cam because now we're. Uh, I'm worried now that we're a minute into the show, and there hasn't been a single introduction that's made. See, that's what I don't like about uh, broad, broad reach intros. Is do you that think, we are do you now think Joe Rogan opens his shows and goes like, "By the way, I'm Joe Rogan." Always the 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 graphic at the beginning uh, has you know the little spinning face of his Joe Rogan experience. You know, it always Finish. says that. You know, I mean, Cam, this the shows. You know, we're. A uh, hundred or we're 90 seconds into this and not a single name that's been said has actually belonged. To, well, I guess I said your name, but there's been no well, introduction. It's been done. All right. Well, let's uh, break the ice, break the tension. It's break March. the ice for us. Uh, I'm Cam LeClaire, your co-host slash co-owner of the show slash number one Bitcoin investor, Cam Osborne, mm. sitting to my um, direct six o'clock or Cameron 12 o'clock. I name. don't know. Probably 12 o'clock. Ontario Cam, you got uh, you know, you got big into, of course, uh, you know, the cryptocurrencies are rising, Wall Street, GameStops, all over the place. Cam, you told me about an exciting new uh, thing the other week. You were telling me that you put all your money into shitcoin. Yeah, shitcoin. Yeah. So it's not blown up yet, but um, basically, the premise behind it is. Um, I'd love to hear this. It's kind of complex, but the value of it's actually based on, um, so you know when you have um, every color itself is coded with a number? Okay. So it's randomly digitized numbers based on color of shit. Um, oh, so, yeah, it so has, it has nothing to do with some kind of crypto blockchain type of technology. This is, this no, is more of no, like a, a, I, a paint by colors, but for but for feces. You got it. And you seem to uh, have not thrown much a, yet, but you've I thrown think a lot it's, of it's, your it's money into this. A lot. Yeah. Don't um, believe in savings anymore. I said, yeah, well, I, which is just essentially a paint by numbers uh, for, for weirdos. Yeah, you got it. What color is your poop? What color is your money? Green and green. Hopefully it's both green, baby. Cam, like you said, we have a great show coming up. Um, we do. The, pre, the preview aside. Because, see, I think uh, we'll, we'll make a good preview, I mean, if we're looking for the future. We need, like, a, we need like background music hyping it up. You know, like, when uh, it's like, like that first 15 seconds of Entertainment Tonight is, like, you know, we have the exclusive interview with Brad Pitt. 
Uh, Brad Pitt, wait, after you know, it's, he it's, it's very exciting. The other Angelina Jolie. So, okay, let's uh, let, let's maybe let's try a couple cold intros right now. Uh, okay, you know, if that was something you want to do, you can, I'd love I'd love to hear. Uh, you know, Cam, you get another crack at it. I get a second crack. At I'd this? love to hear it. I'd love to hear it. This week on Two Season a Pod, the fellas are gonna break down another episode of Night Rider. Followed up with a great game or two. Stay tuned. Not good. I mean, that, First was, one's way that better. was better. That was better, Cam. You're focusing you too much. So? You're focusing too much too on much on the details on specifics. Yeah. Okay. Maybe yeah. I'll maybe I'll dumb it down a little bit. Um, this week Michael Knight gets himself in trouble again, and on top of that, who cheated in their game? It's all next. Okay, now now we're a little too broad. Now we need to make more specifics. So let us know. Let us know how to work on our cold intro skills. Of course, We're always loving to hear. Um, we haven't heard from any sponsors in a little while. Of course, uh, we had the uh, Paul Bunyan's twelve ply toilet paper, Pizza Tony's Tony's Pizza, the most pizza authentic Tony's. pizza in Little Italy. Little Italy. Uh, we'd love to hear more of those. Two scenes pod at gmail.com. Let's move on with the show, shall we? Uh, let's talk a little bit. Let's uh, let's go forwards with first like going. Let's go forward like the clock. Uh, but until we go forward, let, let's go backwards a little bit and cover some of the uh, cover, cover some from things from last week's episode uh, with some notes. Notes. We got some notes. We got some notes. 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 We got some notes. You always got to do it. You always got to crack right. some notes. Notes number one. Uh, LimeWire related. Is LimeWire still going on? We, nah. we will find out. No. Nah. You tell me. It's been no, a long time, and I guess I've just been out of the the, the world of downloading uh, like specific, like just songs, individual songs, but it's been down since like 2011. Weird, what do you eh? download? How do you what do you download torrents with? Well, I mean, I'm not downloading music. What are you downloading torrents with though? Because aren't those were the same things, weren't they? Yeah. Well, you can find like specific. Uh, no, they were different because uh, LimeWire and you know sort of like Napster and Kaza. It was like peer to peer sharing. Where I think torrents are somehow different. I don't know, but uh, I don't think so. Torrents, I believe, are just peer to peer sharing because it's definitely not the company. Yeah. Sharing with you. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. They're sitting right there beside you. You know, Universal Music is standing there. They're helping you along the way. Uh, for whatever reason, you know, it's different. And for whatever reason, I guess one's allowed to keep going, and one's allowed to not keep going. No, I don't. I don't think the other ones that you're refusing to name are um, allowed to keep going. I think they just change their domain name every like six months once they get caught. Like, if you ever notice, places like the Pirate Bay or whenever the Pirate Bay dot com. It's the pirate bay dot se. Oh yeah, like but se, but se's been going around for years. You should just go yeah, back. Yeah, but I mean, those things will just keep rotating. Keep the page book bookmarked because it's not going away anywhere. But uh, yeah, I think as soon as streaming came into play, and then probably torrents, people stopped downloading uh, LimeWire music files, right? Because you have to download like individual shit. You know, you wanted you couldn't download an album on LimeWire. You had to download each individual song for the album, and then kind of like compile it I, yourself in win, in Windows Media Player. Like it was yeah. easy to do back then, but I think it's a it would be a pain by 
current Today's standards kind of, of standards press download album press really? download discography and exactly right it all comes like properly uh, you know when it's I don't even want the discography I just want the songs related to this song that sounds somewhat like and it and no one's downloading uh, I think I think at this point it's safe to say that if you're downloading music you're a sucker I think that's yeah. safe to say right you're a fucking sucker. You're a sucker. Just pay the nine ninety nine a month. It'll be fine. You'll get or <laughs> sp- split it with your family. And, or you know what? They don't know this one yet. I'm, hmm. I'm not splitting it with my family. I'm splitting really? It with people that are not in my family, but I still have the family plan. Wow, <clears throat> oh, that's incredible. Secrets. That's incredible. I've always, uh, I, I've always wanted to not give my uh, streaming services password to a family member, and it's really nice. That oh, you don't have to. You just send. You just send your name. Like I refuse. I refuse to give my mom a Netflix password. Really? Of course. She's an adult. Yeah, she's, buy her own. You're an adult. I don't want her recommendeds getting all over my recommended. You can make it her an account. Because then, what if it happens? Then I'm watching and she's watching. I don't want to boot my mom off. See, I just pay for my whole families because they paid for many things for me when I was growing up. Such as? Uh, I don't know. I didn't pay for much between zero and five, zero and ten. You know, so, probably up to fifteen. I really wasn't buying many things, and I, I'd be shocked if it was this different for you. Uh, yeah, of course. You know, um, started working in the mine, probably around like five and a half. Uh, really slinging a lot of coal. Coal was a big export in Newmarket. Not a lot of people. Uh, not a lot of people know that. You know, uh, even though like it's not that far north of you know the GTA. It's kind of like the northern part of the GTA. A lot of coal mining going on there. Right, Cam? Uh, I'd be surprised uh, that people don't know the slogan of um, Newmarket is "Our greatest secret is coal." Uh, yeah, it's a very, it's actually a secret that that's the motto itself. It's not like when you drive into the town, it's it's very, very, very small font uh, right under the city slogan. Uh, let's keep moving on with some notes in here, shall we? We're talking about the band ACDC, who I think when we signed on there, you gave a little ACDC shriek. Of your own. They, uh, Sounds about par for the course. They, they seem to have a lot of songs about balls. Black and black. Uh, which is not what I said at all, Cam. So they have three songs with the words balls in them. They got She's Got Balls, Big Balls, and Got You by the Balls. Uh, I think in every single case, it all refers to, you know, testicles of what we're calling them, of course. However, balls does not compare to the amount of times ACDC sings about rock. Because you might be here thinking of the songs Can't Stop to the Rock For those about to rock Got some rock and roll thunder Hard as a rock It's a long way to the top If you want to rock and roll Let there be rock Rock and peace Rock and roll ain't noise pollution Rocker rocking all the way Rocking in the parlor Rock and roll domination Rock and roll rock dream and roll Rock and roll singer Rock and roll train Rocker bust Rock the blues away Rock the house Rock your heart out She likes she likes rock and roll That's the way I want to rock and roll There's going to be some rockin' And whiskey on the rocks uh, for a total of 23 different songs, um, just about the subject of rock and roll. Incredible. Uh, who would have thunk it? I can't I think, think of a single band singing about rock more than, and, and for a band, by the way, you know, just kind of like, you know, like, like a kid, like nothing is cooler than saying that you're cool. Like nothing rocks harder than writing songs and saying about that you rock. rock and roll as far as, you know, I mean. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, what what can you what can you be hiding there? No idea. Um, do you do you think you're a rock and roller? To be honest, I don't even think I'm not compared to this. I don't rock no. the blues away. 
I don't, I don't, you know, I don't, there's not going to be some rock and I'm not a rock and roll singer. I'm not all about rock and roll domination. Rock, rock, I'm rock, not hard rock, as a rock. Rock and roll high school. Let there be rock. All these things, Cam. Um, I want to rock, yeah. One more final little bit for notes here uh, because we had the huge, huge, huge uh, news on the show, Cam, regarding your, your, your secret hidden middle name. Ah, yes. And I have news on that. I feel Maybe like, I'm the notes. I feel like your news is going to supersede my news, Cam. So how about you just kind of hop in there in the middle and then go for it? My dad refuses to think that that's my name, and he doesn't know why it's there. Huh. But it's not on my birth certificate. So, so why would it, why would it be there in these photos? That's where I'm not getting straight answers. Oh, man. Man, this is going to be tough gonna be tough yeah. so the, your dad has had no answer no why he said that that's may your have grandpa's existed. name or your grandpa's that's your great grandpa's name he said that's he's like that's what we know so he might be hiding something maybe i had a third brother named edmund i think he might be hiding something you know because uh although it is an older name you know edmund is a pretty older name uh are, are, are not a lot of people named edmund i think if you wanted the name ed you should have just gone probably with edward that probably seems like the uh, the easier way to go about it because we could go off forever about famous Edwards, you know. And there's only you know what's funny about names is they don't really turn around like fashion does. No, you know, Lydia's no. don't come back. Um, Margaret's and um, you know Doris's. You don't see many Doris's these days. No, and I don't think the new batch of names like you know Sky White um, were around. 100 years ago they people just do not recycle them well maybe not a name like Except, sky white but george well, has you know been a name one. for like a thousand years yeah yeah any biblical names oh, okay and king names they'll be like now you you're know, talking christian pumping. biblical correct oh whatever bible you subscribe to okay okay well there's definitely a prophet named george in most religious texts there you go and lots of kings right that's King not George. a yeah, not a religion thing, but yeah. Oh, do you you know religion is what you define it as. That's true. Um, but where'd you cut me off? Where'd you cut me off, Cam? You said we had news about your name, Edmund. Right. Well, I was right in the middle of the big thing. I don't know. I had a whole bit where I was going to name all the famous Edmonds who are did pretty much did nothing, but you you just kind of trample over that cam. So the the hunt continues to find out what your true uh, middle name is. I think the next stop is probably going to like you know the hospital, sort of government records, really trying to dig to the bottom of this. Start asking the real questions. Yeah. Really. Who asking. am I? Who am I? Just grabbing a doctor, and he's like, I remember you, and I birthed you. You have him against the wall. What's my name? What's my name? It'd be amazing I feel if like, you remember I feel, that. I feel like you're not biting for any of my, my humor tonight. <laughs> I'm biting. I'm biting. You're not giving me yeah, anything not, to bite I'm, to. I'm, 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 just, I'm just throwing the bait, and you're just uh, you're not hungry tonight. Yeah, you're giving me a little jig. At least put on a fucking worm. All right, at least, all put, right, a, all at least right. maybe, put a worm maybe, on that jig, maybe, 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 maybe a top five. We'll get you moving. Here's a top five. Here are five things about things. No, it's just a top five. Sorry, I got one of those batteries that says it lasts for four hours, and then within ten minutes, like, you have four minutes left. Oh, shit. So you picked up that uh, Digitastity belt. 
You picked up the, uh, I guess, so far your only complaint on the digital chastity belt is that it only uh, has a four-hour battery life? Yeah, and once you, you know, if you don't keep that baby charged, I tell you what. My God. All right. Well, um, I know that you follow the UFC religiously, so I'm sure last night you saw um, the main event, the second round, a man got poked in the eye so bad he could not continue. Some call it, you know, an excuse. Some call it a legitimate industry. In, ugh, God. Injury. The week before, pay-per-view, UFC. Man gets kneed in the head. Says he cannot finish. Wins the belt. Some call an excuse. Some call it legitimate injury. So, this week, we have the top five excuses in sport. These are the top five excuses that people have made after maybe losing a game, maybe getting caught doing something they shouldn't have, or maybe just poor performance. This is fantastic, Cam. Of course, uh, nobody likes a sob story. Cry it out. You know, so what? It was a little slippery out there. Hey, you know what I got to say to all these fighters out here? It's called Ultimate Fighter for a reason. If you can't take a knee to the fucking head, get out of the octagon. You're not ultimate to me. I agree with that, brother. Amen. Coming on a number five. Uh, This one, very recent and um, may have heard of it. Deontay Wilder recently fought up against Tyson Fury for the heavyweight belt uh, after being dominated and I mean dominated in this fight he came out with actually six different excuses I'll just name name the main four okay first of all he believed the ring walk the outfit he wore to the ring like from the dressing room to the ring was too heavy and slowed him down he also blamed that fury moved his fist down within his glove making contact with his knuckles more easily to his face. Fury also put an object in his glove, and he also said the water was spiked with muscle relaxer. There's still more on this list, but he's been coming out with um, just pretty much a baker's dozen full of excuses and refusing to say that he was the better or the the worst man that night. Now, I like all of those. I like the what you're wearing down to the ring. Clearly... This man's never seen The Undertaker take 22 minutes to walk down towards the ring at WrestleMania. You can learn now, a bit. I would of, you can recommend learn a thing or two from this guy. Look. Of course, take we all look saw the fight. Outfit. We all saw it. Yeah. That's it not, is that's powerful. No it, does have a, it does have a battery pack in it. Uh, was for Black Lives Matter, and the face of the actual outfit was based on a 1960s horror film. Yeah, I know, but see, now it sounds, Cam, now you're justifying these reasons. Cam, what's scarier? Something a props designer made for 35 minutes or the raw athleticism of Deontay Wilder? You could just just take off Deontay Wilder's shirt. That should be enough to scare the piss out of any man. But no, you have to to outdo Tyson. No, he chose to outdo Tyson Fury over the top. It's coming to the ring because it's the showboating. It's the gloating element of it all, right? The glitz and the glam. You know, doesn't Khabib wear the fucking wear a fucking wig? Baba Kalushnaga. Exactly. He just wears a wig. There's no reason. To do it well it's it's a warrior's wig that they yeah. wearing what is this the year 847 <laughs> like, 
like, there's no actual excuse. We have like democracy these days. We don't need to wear warrior garb. Uh, just more excuses. Cam, let's move on to number four. Well, Khabib's never lost, so I mean, it's working for him. Well, I mean, maybe uh, that, I was trying to think. I was, I was more I like an just, example. I'm trying to move on. on. I'm trying to move spot. on. Just trying to get a last point. More an example on the spot. Just trying to get you know. last point. Plowing ahead here, just like the time here. Richard Gasquet, ring a bell name? No, I don't think Richard so. Richard Gasquet? No, he's a tennis star back in the 80s uh, tested positive for cocaine. When the authorities and the medias came around, he says, I did not take the cocaine. I kissed the girl who did, and that's why I tested positive. And this actually got him off. The uh, pretty much got him an acquittal for saying that no, 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 I would never do cocaine. The ladies in my life, trouble. No, that's no, that's a weird one. I didn't know that uh, uh, cocaine could be transmitted via the lips. Oh, I don't think it was. Um, that's I feel like that's sort of the uh, equivalent of you know I got AIDS from sitting on a toilet seat. Classic. Uh, which I, st- I still think the jury's out on. We don't know that one for sure. We're not certain on that one. We're still not certain about that one. But I still it have co- a few exes that don't believe me. And, uh, but yeah, that could be it. No, that's a uh, way to go. No, way to go that guy. I wonder if that excuse would still hold up or if if better science has led us to be- like realize that that wouldn't work. <laughs> so number three, and definitely it has. Uh, number three on the list, the New York Knickerbockers lost a game by 20 points in 2010 versus the Thunder. And Cam, do you know why they said they lost that game? Oh, they said they lost the game. Was it the game when they were wearing suspiciously similar colors? No. Ah. They lost because they saw a ghost and couldn't sleep. It was at the Skirvin Hotel, which has reported ghost sightings and very strange noises, reported by several different teams. Um, it is a Hilton and very close to the actual OKC arena, which is why so many athletes do uh, end up staying there. Legend has it that sometime in the 30s, a woman jumped to her death while holding a baby in her hands. Anyway... Um, they weren't taking any excuse. They were on a downward spiral, and the uh, the ghosts is a real reason they lost. Well, I mean, as far as the hotel is concerned, if you haven't had a woman jump off a balcony with a baby, like who care? Who gives a fuck about your hotel to begin with? I mean, I'm okay with nice hotels that don't have that, but hey, that's just me. I mean, that's just you. That could just be some people. I like this one uh, because, like, you know, it implies that you're crazy and you believe in ghosts. Like, you kind of have to, not only do you have to, like, take the L, uh, like, literally on the loss on the team, but you also kind of have to, like, publicly admit that you were spooked by a ghost. Uh, You don't think you'd be spooked by a ghost? I'd be spooked by a ghost. Yeah, but maybe... One player literally said he did not sleep in his room the entire night and just moved to his... Uh, teammates room to sleep during the night now that i think about that (laughs) yeah when when you're the largest and wealthiest and most athletic people on the planet uh i guess it does have you know it's going to take a little bit out of you to admit that uh you were spooked by a ghost and then i like to think i like to picture all the new york knicks uh running around their oklahoma city uh uh hotel and like they're like we do like scooby-doo and they're like crossing on other sides 
Oh, yeah, yeah, beautiful. and then the ghost is chasing them, and then they're all chasing the ghost, and uh, I mean, it didn't make a difference, you know. The the the, the New York Knicks, they're uh, they're they're just pieces of dog shit. They're especially that 2010 team. Yeah. All right, number two, uh, Vinny Testaverde. Name ring a bell? Vinny Testaverde, quarterback. Um, a lot of teams. Uh, the Patriots, Bills, maybe. No, he's a kicker. Uh, Bre- no, he was a, he he was was a quarterback. quarterback. He was a quarterback and actually played under Bill Belichick, mm-hmm. somewhat controversially because while his performance was poor, he was actually played uh, significantly more than his colleague who was, uh, in the media's eyes, a much better player. Anyway, 1990s rolls around. In his opening season, throws 35 interceptions. It's excuse? It's a lot of interceptions. Color blindness. He's colorblind. Can't see. Well, I mean, that would be, uh, and I don't know what it's like to be colorblind. That would almost be like an act, like an actual excuse. I remember there was a kid in a gym class that we had. Uh, oh, fuck, I, I can't remember the kid's name or anything. I can't. Remember, I think it was like probably like grade six or seven. But whenever you were in gym, we couldn't. We didn't do the pennies. Or it was like what? Shirts versus skins. Yeah, it was pretty much a shirts versus skins. Bottoms versus tops. Tops versus bottoms. Power bottoms versus uh, twinks. Uh, yeah, because the kid couldn't tell the difference between the pennies, so it was like only one team. You know, only one team had to wear them or whatever like that. Because like the kid couldn't tell the difference. I always thought that would be like you know, it's like a thing to have. You know, like I bought it one time where there was a kid on my hockey team. It was red versus green, and we had the exact same jerseys because it was house league. And he he was on the bench. He's like, "Fuck!" I'm like, "What?" He's like, "I can't see shit out there, man." Mm-hmm. No, like, that, that that's that's real. That's real. You know. So if you're the Patriots, now, you're white and blue. You're playing the Bills, who are also white and blue. You're playing the Jets, game. who are white and green. Ooh, and you're you playing the Dolphins, who are like green and orange. You're playing those teams three times, so they're six of your games. Uh, you know, I mean, hell, that's going to account for a lot of uh, that's going to account for a lot of ints. Who knows? Maybe you shouldn't have made it to the NFL at that point then. Like, maybe this is in your first year, but not in your rookie year. Wait, did it come out? Was he like, sorry guys, I'm colorblind. Like, nobody knew before? Um, I don't think it was, like, well known. Right, I think it was like right, okay, because yeah. I'm like okay. See, I was thinking. But you my were point saying, is, like, if you made it to the NFL, exam. it's clearly not that bad of a problem. Yeah, you're good enough. Like, yeah, yeah. So, like, I get it in high school gym class. Sure, in house league hockey. Sure, you're in the NFL. You'd think you'd find a way around it. You th- it's not like oh, I I didn't think about this. Uh, the teams have such similar colors. <laughs> Who would have thunk it? Who'd have thunk? I did. I didn't. I didn't break this. Um, <laughs> number one. Uh, any guesses? Number one. Oh my god. Uh, well, what's a classic? Um, I mean, Deflate Gate would be a classic. Uh, the other teams. Excuse though. Like what? what well, the other teams the made the excuse that oh, to- yeah. that Tom Brady and the Patriots intentionally deflated the balls so they would be easier to throw. The other team made the the other teams made the accusations. Um, of course, you know there's multiple uh, instances of sign stealing. Uh, like, oh, he was stealing my signs. Um, but I got nothing. Nothing comes to mind. No. 
So this one I didn't think you were going to get to mine because uh, you, my friend, are not a cyclist and probably don't follow the Tour de France. Floyd Landis. I I've heard won. the name, though. I've heard the name. It. There we go. It's one of Lance Armstrong's biggest competitors. In 2006, said that his positive synthetics testosterone test came back positive because he drank too much whiskey. Oh, well, whiskey, you know, I mean, they do say put hair, put hair on your uh, put hair on your chest. So it would stand to believe that there would be testosterone injected into whiskey. Uh, Jack Daniels, Tennessee. He later came back and said he never made that statement, although there's multiple uh, reports that he did make that saying or that statement um, leading to, in my opinion, the worst excuse ever in sports. Wow, that I drank whiskey. Well, hey, you're looking for any excuse at that point, right? Like once you've been caught, uh, you know, the backpedaling, literally, that you're trying to do uh, when trying to talk yourself out of testosterone. Like there's no way to fake that. There's no way yeah, to fake like that. My, I, I was... Uh, I was I'm sorry, I was fuck at, a lot. I was at a sauna with a bunch of guys, and you know the guys, they rub off on each other. Too much testosterone. Who knows? Yeah, say sorry. I was drinking way too... I just guzzling down just guys guzzling, in the sauna. Just guzzling down the snake uh, or the milk of the white snake. Yeah, that's all it has to be. That's all it has to be. Well, Cam, that was fantastic. Those are the five... Uh, yeah, sports excuses. Certainly... Uh, <clears throat> yeah, you know, no one wants to see a contest end in an eye poke. Or it was uh, pretty disturbing. Or, it was uh, it, you know, the, he, he was screaming, but what sucks? And there was zero audience. What sucks about those sorts of things too, and sort of the way that the fighters, you know, you have to like train your body for that day, is that you can't just reschedule it four days later when your eye feels better. It would be great if you could. But, uh, like, neither party would presumably ever agree to that. Which is really funny when you hear them saying, like, yeah, I still deserve a shot at the championship. We, I really want the fight to happen. And you're like, okay, great. Do it, like, next week when your eye feels better. And then neither party yeah. would ever agree to do that. Like, it is, uh, it is like, you know, a little funny moment sometimes, too, there. Where, I think how, the how most, the quickest someone's it? run it back is, like, not the run it back, but, like, high consecutive fights is, like, three weeks. Yeah, which, days, you know, when it, if you're from the streets where I'm from, that's, you know, that's because oh, yes, you spent that's just because hard, you spent hard three, that's because you just spent 3 weeks in Gen Pop and now you're coming back out. You know, we're we're, we're we've been banging we're banging bodies 3 4 5 times a day sometimes. Yeah, that's that's new market yeah, for how, you. Yeah, if how, how thing ultimate are these guys? Oh, I need I need 7 months to prepare for one fight. Oh, I'm so, so the ultimate. The funny thing about this one was Leon Edwards had multiple opponents come up over two years' time. So the first one was Tyron Woodley. He was gonna, he, he's been kind of like this guy who's been on the cusp of being popular. Mm -hmm. He was going to fight Tyron Woodley for like right after he lost the belt. COVID happens. Okay, that's done, right? We have a few months after that. Then he's going to fight this really hot up-and-coming prospect. That guy gets COVID. Okay, no worries. We'll push it back a few months' time. Gets COVID again, right? And then finally gets his fight. Finally gets his fight, and basically they've just been like, we don't even know who to give you. We'll give you this guy who's like just kind of ranked, not really ranked. And then in the second round, just puts his finger to the back of his head. And uh, he's like, well, that was, uh, that was two years that I can't get back. Why don't and they tape their we'll fingers together? Another two years. What if, you what if they tape their fingers together? 
like like so like there's, across there's, like that, and then you can still do this, but you shouldn't be like doing mittens. that anyways, right? You're not slapping them in the face. Unless Ric Flair is hopping in there well, with you. Well, I mean, you. it's like, think about grips for, like, grappling, right? Like, you want to hmm. be able to get your fingers together, right? Like this. Um, anyway, um, there are better ideas for gloves, but right now the UFC gloves very much do encourage a palm open rather than a palm closed. And the problem is there's a very... I don't want to call it industry-leading, but a very good idea out there for a different set of gloves made by Onyx, which is the coach of Justin Gaethje. And he's basically saying, yeah, the UFC loves what I make, but they want full ownership. And he's like, I'm not giving the UFC full ownership to these gloves. So it's basically a standoff between a giant corporation and a man who has a great idea. Hmm. Okay. So what you're saying is nobody's close to a solution to this problem. No, there's there's close to a solution. They're not close on a business dealing, right? Oh, okay. I, the ideas are out there. It's just who's gonna fold first, right? 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 And I'll tell you what, uh, viewers at home, that's the the reason I gave you this information is so that when you're at a party and they're talking UFC, you can just give that little tidbit of knowledge, like, oh, did you hear about Trevor Whitman's gloves? And then you sound like just the smartest guy in the room. And you're like, I've watched one fight and it was Conor McGregor in the last seven years. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to. I would I would I would I would I would hastily use a smartest person in the room and watching a UFC fight in the same sentence about um, the UFC, about the UFC. Right. So you're like, See, oh, I don't I, should, I, I don't I don't care about the list. fighting. I don't care about the fighting. I care about the uh, the, the politics of the sport. You know what we should do for our next like Super Bowl is when this coming up is like top five things you can say to your friends to make it seem like you actually watch football. Oh yeah, well I'm sure you can do that about uh yeah yeah any sport, kinda, but the Super Bowl is a big one, right? Can do that about anything, right? You want people to think you're a you know photography, right? You have I'm like not, a I'm not the biggest fan of increasing the f stop that much. What's the f stop? Oh god damn it, god damn it. <laughs> Oh, are you new to photography? Are you new to photography? Hey, you can do it with any sport. You're like, yeah, I really think the game has changed since <laughs> they got rid of the two line pass. Cam, how many t- <laughs> how many how many people are listening to this podcast do because of its hot UFC uh, kind of takes Cam? Because I think I don't you know, actually ninety seven percent. You actually missed a prop bet from a few weeks back that was to do with a UFC match, and you never yeah. brought it up um, ever again. So I just kind of let it, uh, you know. I, I, Which I, one I, was it? Um, I think it was the one where there was like a heavier weight fight a couple weekends back. Oh, yeah. Then I said that it would end and you said it wouldn't end or something like that. Yeah, Cam, because I think next time you do those, I love you bringing prop bets to the table. You can't pick anything that you would have to know a background about the athlete. It can oh, only okay, be fair. super. Yeah, because I feel like me and the UFC ones aren't really fair. It can only be peripherals and superlatives, right? It can only yeah. be like who, like you know, like color. yeah, or yeah, like yeah. shiniest shoes, like that. Right. It, like it, it can only be those, or else uh, I'll have you know, I, I'm right. not making. Oh, not, I got a good one. And it's of the main main event fighters. We'll do we'll this later, but of the main event fighters and like the the card, 
how many of them have their name tattooed on their backs. Yeah, something like that would be perfect, right? Because yeah. it, it requires no knowledge of the sport, and then that way, I, I can also have fun because I'm not just like blindly blindly taking a guess where you have an informed guess. I'm like, dumb it, dumb idiot. Like, dumbass, you think it's going to go all the way? Because I'm like, I don't know what the it's fuck all the way means. That's a 50% chance. Is it one of those three round all the ways or is it a five round all the way? Yeah. Why are they different? I'll come up with some good ones. Why are they different? I don't know. Yeah, so I think I think next time, but unfortunately it does require a little more uh, paying attention to because it isn't just straight up fact results. You know, if you want something like... Uh, straight up facts and logic. Yeah, like which, which, which coach will have the longest hair you know something like that you do kind of need to pay attention to little things that isn't just the fight or right. which just herb dean rather. referee the last fight exactly that's one that we right. can or yeah is it going to be herb dean or the viking guy like those are yeah. going to be your two refs you know and then it's a non-ufc sanctioned event will moro ranello be doing commentary see these are Definitely all very not. important hopefully well, he only does it for Bellator. Bellator, and then he those Triller, those Triller fights now. All the Logan Paul matches, yeah. more they've got more Ronaldo on there going, Mamma Mia! He's the best, isn't he? Fuck. Yeah, there's no one better in broadcasting. There's honestly no one better in fight broadcasting than Moro Ronello. I can't, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I honestly don't watch enough fights to really be like, hey, there's like, you know, all, all these other people. But he brings such a level of excitement and fun to, you know, when he was working with professional wrestling for years and now on the independent circuit and these big fights. Does he, he doesn't do uh, wrestling anymore? No, he left earlier on in the year, right around kind of like the COVID hit or I guess 2020, I guess like this time 2020. Um, he's, he suffered, he has his own kind of like mental health issues the that bipolar he deals with, rock and that, roller, baby. that he deals with himself. Exactly. Right. And I think just sometimes I think given the shift of it all, he wasn't, you know, it, it was, it wasn't the right decision for him to take. So I think after he left WWE, that fucking Tyson fight was like the first fight he did back. Oh, uh, coming back in the that. game. And that was, and that was real cool to see him sitting there with fucking Snoop and, who was the other guy? It was. So, I remember it was really funny. I was at a party watching that Mike Tyson fight. Wasn't it Israel Adesanya? Yeah, it was Israel Adesanya, uh, Snoop Dogg, somebody else, uh, Lennox Lewis, and then Mauro Ranello. Hey, shout out to Mar- Marvin Hagler, by so the way. So the entire fight was just Mauro Ranello trying his best to keep these three dumb fucks on the proper page. <laughs> well, I think Snoop is the worst for out of control because he just says... Like well, I'm not uh, a even, fan of even, Snoop even for that, even that whole so that whole panel you have one like, you know, kind of, uh, uh, one of the highest rated um, no, no, strikers no, no. in no, all okay, 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 that has nothing to do with it. I think Cam Moore Ronaldo, one of the highest uh, rated broadcasters in sports. Snoop Dogg hasn't made a good album in 20 years. Um, and who else? This is Lennox Lewis. Lennox Lewis. Okay, I think Snoop is the odd man out. Cam, and he's I, supposed I, to be like. I think when it comes to commentary, you need to break it down for oh even further, right? So we have Mauro Nello, um, a professional, accomplished, professional. studied yes. in his craft, mm-hmm. yeah. and then beside him we have one of the world's most famous potheads. Yeah. Uh, and then beside them we have two people who spend their career getting hit in the head. No, hit other people. In the head. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. All, I'm sure. A of I'm sure at the Cam. end, Israel Adesanya is going to come out of this without a single head injury. Not a scratch. His brain is not a not a not a not a speck of CTE on it. 
Uh, they checked. They're doing constant scans of Israel Adesanya, and he doesn't have a single little CTE patch at all. It's amazing. Doctors have never seen it. Doctors not a single it. one of the probably dozens, if not hundreds of strikes he's taken to the skull have affected him in any way. He's truly a marvel of uh, human achievement at this point. And that's why he was a good broadcaster partner. That's why so he I don't was know where you're really getting to here. <laughs> that's why he was a good. That's why he was a good broadcaster. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was, it was funny to see, you know. But yeah, next time we do a, a fight prop bet, it'd be great to. Uh, we'll we'll reach it out that way. The that way the fan, the uh, the slobs at home can have a little more fun with it too. Fair enough. Okay, well, um, I think this is a good point to jump off and cover. The nightcap. Oh, that was a huge pause. That's right, folks. Um, yeah, if you tuned in last week, you know, so we uh, kind of we kind of uh, gave up a little our first chunk of uh, the nightcap. The nightcap, a shadowy flight into the dangerous world of a man who does not exist. All we need is five minutes to recap this week's episode. Maybe less than five minutes, but certainly not more than five minutes. We're going to need more than five minutes. Our weekly dive into season one of Knight Rider, starring David S. Hasselhoff, of course. So we're talking about episode 103, Deadly Maneuvers, here on this one. You didn't miss much. If you did miss last week's episode, we sort of kind of established, you know, Michael Knight is kind of, he's a man off the grid. He's pronounced dead. We bring him back uh, with some 80s reconstructive surgery, set him up with Kit, the car. And this this is a supercar, just like anything else. Man, imagine being a kid watching this show. Yeah, yeah, that car is the coolest fucking thing that you have ever seen. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't hold up much in today's standards, but yeah, definitely at that point. I think I think we're maybe diverging into talk here, so we might want to... Okay, so as you know, here. as you know, all we have is five minutes to actually go about this. So let's take ourselves back to a beautiful Saturday, October 1st, 1982. Uh, we have five minutes on the clock here, Cam. You're going to give us the first half. Uh, I'm going to chug out the second half. Are you ready? Five, four, right. three, two, and go. So this week on Knight Rider, we find out that the, these episodes are not related to each other other than Diesel Half a Hoss. And the car. Plowing ahead here, David Hasselhoff is driving with Kit down a valley road and runs into this uh, army base lady who his car is broken down. Obviously, David Hasselhoff, what a good looking fella, decides to pick this lady up and figure out where she's going. And it turns out she's going to the base, the army base, that is. Heading off there, towing her car back and actually damaging the car itself in the progress, that is Kit. Uh, he makes it in and surprisingly has absolutely no issue at all moving around throughout the base, uh, able to get in, able to pretend to be a vendor to get access to files. And sooner than later, he figures out that the reason this lady is going back to the base is to see her father, who there might be a murder of. He's no longer around and the, the how can I put it, the circumstances that he passed away a little suspicious. He goes on investigating the death of this soldier, trying to figure out 
what has happened. Marches into the base, going into the funeral itself of this man that he has never met. And this woman that he has known for less than, I don't know, uh, a day at this point. And trouble ensues. This deadly investigation maybe is more than just obscurity. Maybe this is a cover-up. He starts digging into this, and I'll tell you what, Cam. Well, why don't you tell me? Go ahead. Uh, wait, 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 wait. wait. I'm not done. My, I'm, I'm giving you oh, extra shit. time here. <laughs> I don't know what's gonna happen. Tell me. I, I that's where that's where it hits that midpoint there. Wait, you're going into me? Oh no, the uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my that's my turnoff. That's my signal. Oh, that, that that was the, that was the turnoff, right? So yeah, like you said, Robin Ladd, Robin Ladd, Lieutenant Ladd. That's the woman that we're. That we've learned and we've met, you know, because her and Michael, they checked out the crash scene where, yeah, we do not believe that, um, that this could, that, you know, we don't, we don't believe that the, the crash happened, what they said they were happening. But Kit keeps reminding us the whole time that he has a broken alpha unit. His alpha, his, sorry, alpha circuit. It keeps, it, it keeps breaking. I don't speak ones and zeros, but, uh, I think that sounds pretty bad. So that's like when we return to Miles and new, uh, car repair woman, Bonnie, who love her immediately, by the way. She uh, she replaces Kit's alpha circuit, and we get back on our uh, way. A couple good chases in this episode, too. So right now, right about now, we're at this point where at the very beginning of the episode, there was some nuclear, uh, nuclear bombs that were, you know, sort of around, and they were found by somebody who were not sure where they were, and they had blue paint on them, and Michael Knight says, I'm going to try to recreate what your father's steps would be. He finds himself in the exact bunker that the man from the opening was accompanied by the blue paint. However, these bombs weren't just normal bombs, because normal bombs are labeled yellow, which probably mean, like, they can kill 50 people. But if they're labeled blue... No, sorry, other way around. If they're labeled yellow, it means nuclear, gonna kill everybody. But if they're labeled blue, it means like, hey, it's only gonna kill 50 people. So somebody, probably with full knowledge, has covered up all the yellow bombs with blue paint, meaning that these 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 simple 50 or 100 person death droppers are actually gonna, uh, actually gonna kill a lot of people. This is right around where we get caught, which I, which I also love. There always seems to be a point where Michael Knight always gets caught. Uh, not knowing how far the scandal goes, he tells Lieutenant Ladd, who of course gets arrested for suspicion of treason, which I guess, hey, you're in the army and that's what's actually uh, going to happen to you. Um, but what's happened now is that we've been, uh, Ladd's been arrested for treason. However, this is an uh, this is a cover up that goes pretty high up because what we figured out is that these bombs are being sold possibly to bad guys or possibly to good guys, and that was 45. the point. Right? Something like that. Uh, this ends in a fury, by the way, where Michael Knight and Kit are driving out into an opening firing range to retrieve Lieutenant Ladd, who's directly in the middle, uh, locked up in a tank. Who knew the U.S. Ar- Army was capable of so much nonsense? However, after um, uh, after Kit... And Michael drive through this treacherous terrain of bombs and shells being uh, shot at them. They pick up Lieutenant Ladd, drive all the way uh, back to the base where they uh, are able to capture this bad guy, General Duncan. And, of course, uh, General Sanderson, who's the one doing treachery in the first place. That's all I got. Two, one, time. 
Beautiful. Wow, look at that. Well, that was much better than last week, Cam. Um, without getting into the details of it, I think we've got our suit down. I'll tell you what, it's a lot easier to diagnose 45 minutes into 5 minutes rather than an hour and a half. Amen. Amen, like that's like like you said to that, Cam. Like you said to that. We'll have to find the we'll have to find the right perfect middle mark because what I had as the middle was not what you had as the middle. I that's think why I was that's just why, skipping parts that weren't as important. That's to me why. That's that why. I, that's why I was a little confused. How could you forget Bonnie? See, I look at that as I look at um, who cares if the car got repaired because that's, it didn't add anything to the story. I don't know. That's a huge. That's a huge. I thought that was a huge moment. See, but see, hey, I mean, I guess it's all how it was. Uh, all how you interpret the action, of course, well, right? Kids the these days, they need a, uh, they need constant stimulation, right? You can watch a movie like Stripes. It just kind of starts off with 15 minutes of Bill Murray driving through the city of uh, New York City um, in his taxi. That's not funny. If there's not, not a cum joke within the first 90 seconds, first minutes, your comedy yeah. has failed. Yeah. As far as far yeah. as I'm concerned. They call it the Judd Apatow they effect. They call it the Judd Apatow effect, of course. The Judd Apatow method. Uh, you go penis joke, penis joke, penis joke. I think joke. you start off with someone nude and um, mostly a lady or a guy's dick. And yeah, then that's or a like, flaccid whoa, male this penis. is raunchy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, flaccid male penis. Uh, then we kind of cut to uh, something eventually, you know, there's a fart. It's a little fart. And then kind of another penis. And then we'll find out the lead character's name. But it's always a process getting through one of these Judd Apatow movies. Still got to love the guy. Hey, let's keep plowing ahead here because uh, we can't be dwelling too much on TV shows because I think it's time for our final game of the evening. Let's play Have it. one, all Hey, hey, hey. Have one, have one, hey, hey, Headline or This is where we dive into the wacky world of news. Some stranger than fiction and some outright lies. What was that impression Cam, you I got were the... doing right there? You What's were like, that? You were doing like headline or what was the impression? Because that's, that's what our thing sounds like. Oh, you were doing, I believe it's your voice. <laughs> it is, but it does, so I you, don't know. When I hear my own voice, it sounds said, so much more manly than I appreciate You could have just said... It. Headliner asinine, and it actually would have been pretty. Headliner asinine. Boom, you got it, right? Newslines back and forth. Some are real, some are fake. Cam, I'm going to start off here. For you, Headliner asinine, woman arrested for masturbating with a breakfast sausage in a Walmart bathroom. See, the first thing that comes to mind with this is breakfast sausages are just so flaccid. So I, I just don't see how, but everything lines up here. We got the right shape, the right gender, and the right location, right? Everything matches up here. So I'm going to go ahead and call headline. That's asinine, buddy. Ah, you never start off with an asinine. I didn't want to believe it. I mean, you know, that's part of playing the game. Fine, fine. Headline or asinine, Cam? Basketball announcer blames using the N-word on his diabetes. Using the N-word on his diabetes. Man, if this was true, this would be a this was a bad week for uh basketball connected people and saying inappropriate things. Um how could your diabetes um Yeah, like if somebody gave like, you know, if you were given diabetes on purpose and then you had like hate in your heart already. 
See, I'm trying to think, like, like at least, like, saying, like, like, yeah, that's, that one's tough to blame on your diabetes because there's other words you could use to, like, complain about your diabetes. Uh, you could go, like, fucking pussy, motherfucker, diabetes. Like, you know, you kind of, if you're treating diabetes as a person, and if you're treating diabetes as a black person, that's a little weird. Unless you're black yourself. And he just dropped an N-bomb because it was, like, casual conversation. Um, I'm going to say that's asinine. This one's a headline out of Oklahoma where a basketball player, yes, we're going to say your name, Matt Rowan, on Thursday, March 11th, went on a racist tirade after seeing girls, high school girls, silently protest racial equality by kneeling. His words specifically, they're kneeling, question mark, fucking blank, he said. Thinking that the microphone was off, I hope Norman High School gets their asses kicked. Fuck them. I hope they lose. Come on, Midwest City. They're going to kneel like that? Hell no. He later released a statement through his lawyer saying that it's the most regrettable things he's ever said and claimed originally he wasn't the one that made the remarks, but then later said, ah, my blood sugar was really low and my brain's not really working. And I'm like, maybe this is the number one excuse in sports. Well, that's all you know. Okay, so I wasn't thinking, see, I wasn't thinking about it in a hot mic situation. I was thinking about it like they knew the mic was on and they were <laughs> like, they were like, I don't know why I thought they would be consciously saying this. Um, yeah, I mean, it's still not good. Not a good I mean, look. yeah, it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good, but yeah, I pictured somebody on like on purpose, you know, like, hey, what's going on, everybody? Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. God. Okay, here we go, Cam. Headline or asinine. Naked mole rats have accents and discriminate against foreigners. Uh, I think every uh, animal has, does have an accent for that purpose. Now, naked mole rats are just like another animal, so we can't be distinguishing them. But I think if you, this is obviously a much more complex thing, but like blue whales, I know that they're kind of weird with other blue whales. Same with dolphins. Because they sound different. Naked mole rats, I'd imagine, are probably from a different region originally. Sound a little bit different. And because of that, treat people... Sorry, treat other mole rats a little different. Headline, Cam. Cam, that is a headline. You know, they say strangers are just friends that you haven't met yet. Well, apparently that's not the case to naked mole rats, where uh, recently in Germany, scientists have learned that naked mole rats speak their own local dialects and will be hostile towards other mole rats who don't speak their same language. So, um, yeah, out of Germany, where we learned uh, they you know, took, a, took a bunch of these ugly little creatures. Um, did you know that uh, mole rats can have colonies of up to 300 members with only one breeding female? You didn't know that? It's crazy. They organize themselves with roles like soldiers, workers, builders, and they somehow cooperate through all of this very easily. They are very vocal creatures. Scientists recorded the sounds of 166 different mole rats big up, belonging to seven different colonies after examining the acoustic properties of the rats they discovered that each colony actually has its own distinct accent and while these mole rats interact scientists noticed other characteristics such as xenophobia 
So here's what the scientists would do. They would um, put uh, each each mole rat was uh, kind of like uh, split up into their own colonies, and then they would play recordings back of ra- of the rat kind of chirps and squeals and noises from the other colonies to see what kind of reactions were there or they were. And they were hostile, to say the least. You know, they started like... I, what do they do? They kind of like writhe around a little bit. I don't know. You can picture a naked mole rat. You've seen Kim Possible. They were not, they did not respond well to uh, things like that, um, which is crazy, which is kind of funny to picture this happening in the animal community. You know, I mean, people like to think that, you know, animals all love each other and that nature and earth is all chakras and uh, the moon's aligning. But no, they hate each other just as much as we hate us. Cam, you are right, though. Uh, there are a couple other species who use dialects, uh, whales and primates also. Look how smart I am. Mm-hmm. OK, great. Well, I'm glad to show that I was right. Um, fun facts, too. I like that. We're, we're, I thought we were going to say the fun facts were in there, but uh, I got to pump a few in there to let the let the people know. And this is what they show up here for, Cam. They show up for facts and logic. Yeah. Headliner asinine can ginger sperm deposits selling for over forty five thousand on the black market. Ginger sperm, yeah. I wonder if, uh, yeah, that sort of seems like it's it's like it's like a boutique boutique thing. You know, like someone will pay like a lot of money for a for a certain breed of dog because you're yep. like. I want that dog. I don't care how much right. it spends, right? You're going to spend, you know, you spend $5,000 on a teacup terrier so you can have it, you know, jump in around in your purse when you're at work or something, right? And I think kids would be no different, right? Like, how much would you say a vial with like 50 cc's of Brad Pitt? How much would that go for on the open market? Millions, right? The opportunity to be. You'd imagine, yeah. To be. Uh, uh, you know, kind of uh, the, the child support alone. Well, I mean, take even take child support out of it. You could have a you could have a little Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt Jr. Right, with all of his charm and looks and acting ability, that would go a long way. Imagine how much fifty cc's of LeBron James could probably go for to the proper maybe of Cam. <clears throat> who knows to the to the to the proper scientific you know, team out there in Russia who's building people in jars, you know, they could do a lot with that kind of DNA. And I think this would be no different. People want to pay a lot of money for the, uh, you know, the cute little freckles, you know, he comes on the curly, the curly ginger hair. Uh, ginger kids can be cute, you know, and maybe that's sort of like something, you know, very boutique very pale skin. And who knows, you know, I mean, it could be the move of somebody just wanting to keep the race, you know, cream, milky and pure. Uh, so it could be a lot of freaks like that. I'm going to say that's a headline. No, I made it up. Damn. You definitely, you definitely cannot find prices for the black market sperm game right now. You can try, but maybe we'll try and do that for next week. Have you looked? Notes. Notes. Have you looked? <laughs> have you gone, have you gone to Silk Road? <laughs> I guess I haven't. No, I haven't been on the deep web today. Uh, yeah, today. Right, right, right. Cam, are you ready for your third headline? Is this the last headline of the game? This is the last time for you. Uh, you still have one that right. I get to get. Yeah. Here we go, Cam. Headline or ask nine. <clears throat> Man charged with murder in 2018 accidentally released from prison. Did you say 2013? 18. Oh, my God. Um, I think that these things actually pop up more than we think because just like any accounting firm, people make mistakes with their clerical work. 
And because we don't treat people like people in prison, they're just numbers, you know, transpositional errors happen. And when we thought it said 6-9, it might say 9-6. And for that reason, Jerry, you're free to go. Headline. <laughs> Cam, you're right. This is a headline. It's a very true story coming from Rikers Island Prison in New York City. So uh, back in 2018, a 26-year-old man named Christopher Bugs was arrested in connection to a second-degree murder charge. So here's what happened, and it's all kind of law-based, so who the hell knows what's going on. Uh, during a virtual trial he had in February, he and his judge requested that he be released on bail, which was denied. So he gets upset, he throws a fit, he's cussing at the judge, and he gets held for held in contempt of court for 30 days. Okay? Uh, so after his 30 days for being like in held in contempt are up, now I don't quite know how contempt works, so you're just going to have to go with me on this one. After he was released uh, for contempt in court, he was set free uh, by what the police are saying was a clerical error in his processing. Uh, and of course, hey, you're in prison and they tell you, hey, you're free to go. You're not gonna, you're not, you're not gonna ask any questions. You're gonna get the fuck out of there. So be on the lookout, New York City, because he is out there and he is coming for you. Oh, they didn't get him back. No, he's still out there. This guy oh, is out great. there right now. So, uh, are they? At least unless, the borders are closed. Unless the stories change, you know, kind of in the past couple days or whatever. But, uh, but yeah, he's out there. So stories from 1983. <laughs> All right, headline last nine. Ottawa mom shocked to discover Canada Post delivered shotgun to 11 year old son. Hmm. Well, yeah. Well, so you can't blame Canada Post. Right, because they're just it's they're just kind of like a pipeline connecting the people selling to the people buying, right? Like you wouldn't arrest a guy for delivering drugs, right? You would arrest the guy buying the drugs and then the guy selling the drugs. So arresting the guy just delivering the drugs sounds a bit crazy, because like I mean, if you're a fucking you're a, you're a Canada Post worker, you probably just think that it's just some random Amazon package, right? Mm-hmm. Unless you're like look, you know, I mean, you're not you're not looking into it. So don't blame Canada Post that a kid was able to buy a shotgun. I think you need to go a little bit higher up. You need to blame like the the people who sold the gun, or maybe blame your kid for being fucked. Because let me tell you, like I was also 10, 11 at one point. Cam, were you, you were also ten or eleven at one point? Did you ever think to buy a, a real life shotgun? First of all, no. And second of all, I wouldn't know how. How would you even do that? Um, I played all the violent video games in the world. I watched all the violent movies in the world. I never felt the need to buy the shotgun. If you're blaming Canada Post because your kid bought a shotgun, you're blaming, like, you might as well just blame Canada Post for you being a shitty mother. That's a headline. That is a headline and not exactly the way you'd think. So while it feels like, of course, you don't blame Canada Post, they're just the messenger, quite literally. Uh, it does seem like they're a little bit at fault here. So the shotgun, I didn't know you could order this in the mail, happened in a postal mix-up where uh, the package was delivered and the package was, here's the specific word and they said, the label likely fell off her package and came to be on a gun package by mistake. Um, the package also said it required an adult signature and could not be handed to a child 
So there was some problems with Canada Post. Oh, okay. They definitely should have been checking with age, first of all, because you shouldn't be giving something that says need 18-year-old verification on the package. And second of all, what? How do you order a gun in the mail in Canada? So the kid, yeah, the kid didn't buy a gun. It just ended up. No, at their no, house. he just it, it, he opens the package. And he's like, "Mom, look, this is a real gun." <laughs> and Whoa. she's like, "She's like, yeah, Timmy, I know." <laughs> and, and then you know, next thing she walks over and there's a fucking fully automatic shotgun, just like the ones you see in COD. I it's, mean, uh, pretty disturbing. You know what? Call me. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take call it. Call me all right. I'll take it call two me all C's, right, fucking uh, audience out there. You can call me a bleeding heart. I don't care. I've got thick skin. I can take it. Call me a bleeding heart socialist. But I don't believe you should be able to buy a gun in the mail. I call me crazy. I'm not saying nothing. I'm. Just- I'm just saying, uh, you know, what, what if I, what if I need to protect my family? Hey, this is a this this, this is a non this is a non political <laughs> podcast. My family in the mail because it's COVID. I can't go in stores. It's just goddamn government. Anyway, um, that's all the time we have here, folks. Thank you all for tuning in to another great wow. episode of the pod. Sorry if the energy wasn't as high as it normally is. You or know, if it was, in your opinion, let us know. It probably was. It could have been two seasons pod, gmail.com. You know, we'd love to hear from you. We hope everyone's enjoying their, you know, now that we have sprung forward, uh, you know, the, more sunlight for us, kind of, you know, more vitamin D, as it were. Everyone can kind of get out of, uh, get out of the harsh winter season because it certainly felt like a long one. Oh, it wasn't too bad for me, but yeah, no, I'm glad we're out of it for sure. Get to spend some time in the patio. Mm-hmm. The patio lanterns are out. Is that uh, is that Kimo Mitchell? Is he coming up next? Kimo Mitchell is coming up next. <laughs> is that playing his hit songs, Patio Lanterns, followed by his guest, Patty O Lanterns. There you go. So you had it there. I knew I was gonna let you get to it. I was gonna let you get on our way. Um, you know we don't want that Kimo Mitchell. Uh, we are coming up on. Uh, is, I think we are coming up on St. Patrick's Day this week, aren't we? Is that this week? No uh, way. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everyone March, enjoys it's St. Patrick's. March something. March something, baby. Okay, Cam, uh, close it up. Um, oh, right. I normally say things, and good thing I have on the top of this mind. Uh, did you know, Cam, you think your brother is really your brother? Might have been your twin. The longest time between two twins being born is 87 days. I'm Cam McClare, signing off. Take care, folks. Tonight on Two C's in a Pog, 96.7 on your... Two C's in a pod, 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 two C's in a